your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, we're going to visit for just a brief moment on working with your horse's instincts instead of against them. This is extremely counterintuitive, but that's the reason that a lot of people have trouble with their horses, right? So this is one of the top examples that I can think of, and we stress this to everybody at all the clinics and, you know, anytime we get a chance. Okay, so a horse that's kind of trotty and, and kind of goey wants to go, 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 okay? What do we normally want to do with a horse like that? What does is, what is human reasoning say? Well, you got to hold back on the reins or keep checking them to keep slowing them down or whatever, you know. Okay. A lot of the times the reason a horse gets hot and goey is because he's bothered. You guys just stick with me here. What does a horse do to feel safe? The answer is they move their feet. What are we doing when we try to get a horse that's real goey to try to not be goey? We're making him feel confined. What does that do? It makes him feel like he does not have as freedom, uh, as free of an ability to naturally and easily move his feet. Remember, moving feet is what makes them feel safe. How do you get a horse to be confident? Well, you get him feeling safe for one thing. That's probably one of the biggest ones. Okay, so... What would be something you could do to, instead of telling those instincts, hey, I'm going to be a hindrance, what could you do instead to tell those instincts, hey, I'm with you, I'm here to help you, and that's what you're telling their instincts. Just kind of think of it like that. Okay, well, it would be riding with a loose rein, and if they feel like they need to go, go, go within reason, open up the reins and go with them. Be a passenger. Really move with your horse. Get with his movements so he feels like a human is no longer a hindrance to his ability to keep himself safe. Now, let me tell a couple things just to kind of help prove it to you. At every single clinic, there's always at least two or three horses where the story is, yeah, when these other horses speed up, he wants to really go fast and I'm afraid to let him. Most of the time, in reality, the horse is just wanting to trot really, really fast and maybe lope a few strides here and there. But to the human, that's that's a horse trying to run away with them. To most people, that's a horse trying to run away with them. So then we have this whole talk about, hey, yeah, you know how for the past 30 minutes we've been talking about riding them around, letting them trot as fast as they want, just being a passenger, keeping the reins pretty loose, only picking up and pulling if they go to lope. Okay, well, so people practice that for quite a while, and some of them end up being able to do it, but most of them end up never being able to stop choking up on the reins. And because they're never able to turn loose on the reins and really start moving with that horse, they never get to feel the amazingness of when it clicks in the horse. And it usually takes about five or six laps around there for the horse to realize that everything's okay, and then he just starts slowing down all on his own. And then from that point, he walks around on a nice loose rein, trots around, lopes around on a loose rein. Even when the other horses are speeding up behind him and passing him, 
he'll just walk right there with his head down with absolutely no help from the human. At just about every single clinic, we always do this exact same thing with about two or three horses at minimum because there's always two or three horses that fit this category. Then if the if the human isn't comfortable enough to do it or able to do it, then I just get on the horse and and I show him. I get on the horse and I loosen up the reins and I really just let the horse move his feet and go. And after about maybe, you know, anywhere between 6 to 15 laps there around the arena, and sometimes, you know, he kind of trots and then he decides to speed up and then he comes back down to a trot. Well, after I get on him and just let the reins loose and kind of pet them and let them get that out of their system and move those feet and work out all that excitement that they felt like they needed to. Well, then every single time they just drop their head and they're like, okay, I'm ready to be normal now. I've, I'm ready to let go of all that tension and that anxiety that I had. But the reason they were able to let all that go and start being able to ride around on a loose rein and not care if the other horses were leaving them or whatever is because I was able to get on them and be part of them instead of a hindrance to them. That's a really big deal when you're talking about a horse's natural instinct for self-preservation and their uh, just their instincts in general, right? So that's about the best scenario I could think of. See, when you ride them with the loose rein and move with them, when those instincts say, hey, you need to move your feet because you're not okay if you don't, well, now all of a sudden the human is the hero. The human's coming in saying, yes, I agree with your instincts, horse. Let's move your feet and watch. I'm even going to help you. I'm going to post my trot. I'm going to move with you. I'm going to I'm going to show you that a human is actually not a hindrance to your well-being and your self-preservation instinct. A human is not is no longer going to be a uh, working against your instincts, making you feel confined or bouncing on your back when you try to move around, making you feel like you can't easily move your feet. And remember, that's what gets a horse to where they're feeling confident is their ability to freely move their feet. And that's why when you continue on through the virtual clinic on buckroocrew.com, you will notice that 99.9% of the things we do on there in some way, shape, or form, is all about getting a horse to turn loose in his feet. Because we know, it's been proven throughout history for years and years, that the way to get a horse to turn loose and become normal in his mind is by getting him to turn loose and become normal in his feet. Okay, here's uh, how would you apply that to groundwork. Okay, uh, when you're walking along leading your horse and he's back there behind you and you just slightly take the slack out of the rope and that rope gets a little bit tight he should jump forward into a trot and jump right up there beside your shoulder and not ever even let the rope get tight that's an example of a horse that's really turned loose in his feet uh when you ask him to lunge when you ask him to make that turn away from you to begin lunging you don't need a flag it doesn't take effort you just barely raise your hand and then they just turn and start walking circles or trotting circles around you that's an example of a horse being loose in his feet. So uh, all of these exercises and things that we're always talking about and things that we're always working on and practicing and all that, everything is everything else. Always remember that. So uh, when we're working on getting a horse better at backing up from the ground or in the saddle or side passing from wherever or trailer loading, any of that, it's all about teaching the human to become 
a a source that is all of a sudden the hero because you're teaching that horse how to deal with pressure by releasing tension in the feet, therefore the body, therefore the mind. So, in other words, get a horse really good at groundwork. If you have the ability to get a horse really good at groundwork, then that is going to inadvertently show that horse's self-preservation instincts that you got this and you can keep that horse alive just as good as those instincts can. And that's the way we get these instincts to start lowering and allow that horse to give himself up to us. It allows him to turn loose mentally, see? But if we can't do any of those things, it's really unfair to expect that horse to just drop his guard and and let us handle everything because we haven't done a single thing. I mean, we have not done a single thing to show that horse that he can that he can do that and everything will be okay. Most horses most most horses the real truth is is uh then people have about got them horses convinced the second you relax and turn loose and give yourself up to me, we're all going to die because their horsemanship and their riding ability and their communication and all that is so far off. But the beauty of it is we just have to get within the ballpark with all this communication and timing and pressure and release and all that. If we can just get in the ballpark, the horse will figure it out and they will come through with the rest of it. Uh, Ray Hunt used to say all the time, if a person can give 5%, the horse will give the other 95. That didn't used to make sense to me until I started doing clinics. And sure enough, uh, if if we, including myself, if we can just even get to 4%, the horse will take care of the rest of it. But that's what we need to work for, is getting to that 4 or 5%. So... It no longer is where we're having to train these horses to not be spooky. They're just not spooky because that's the kind of horse that they are anytime they interact with people like us. So that's, you know, that's really the end goal for all that stuff. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will see you next time. I guess technically we will talk to you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James Podcast. Real. Simple. Horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends.